Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, so I have a question for you. How bad do you want to get out of debt? Are you committed or just curious? Okay, now I have a second question for you. What would you do with your time if you can get up in the morning and do whatever you please? So I got to a place where I don't want to look like I have it. I don't care if you think I do or don't have it. I know that I don't get up every day to go to a job that I don't like. <laughs> so what's your flex? I don't get up to go to work. What do you do? <laughs> Today's guest has a net worth of six figures. I don't think you heard what I just said. She's never actually made six figures, but she's worth six figures. You don't have to make a lot of money to have a lot of money. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Like, I've never made more than 45000 a year. I think in the military, I didn't make more than thirty-two to thirty-five at most. And I did five years, right? So for me, it's like, I never made a lot of money. I've never made six figures. But here I am at 29, bought my house, and now I'm 32, right? Just turned 32. And I have a six-figure net worth, and I did that in two years for my house alone. That's pretty impressive if I do say so myself. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into today's video. Yo, let's talk about it. Shay, you had about $55,000, $58,000 worth of debt. That's right? correct. And you paid it all off, oh, right? Oh, yes. What, I want to talk about this. What was it? What was $58,000 in debt? Between my private student loans that I had and my car note. Private student loans? Yes, I went to a private school, so I didn't get too much in government aid. I actually had to take private student loans out. Why did you choose a private school over a public school? I didn't know any better. So real? At the time, my mom, she's from another country, so she went to school overseas, and she only did her associates. Okay. My dad never went to school at all, so this was one of those... I didn't know the difference between a public and a private school. That probably sounds crazy. For real. I did not know the difference. I knew it was higher in price, but right. I didn't understand like the school size, the number of people, the things they offer, different degrees. I didn't know public, private. This is way more because of this. What about your family? Did your parents know? Nobody knew. My older right. brother went to Naval Academy, so his schooling looked a lot different versus a public or private school. I just wanted to move to Florida. Yeah. I knew I wanted to go to a smaller school because I don't like really big classroom settings. Okay. And I decided I liked that school because I had a good nursing program. What was your degree in? Marketing communications. So you went to a private school? For a basic degree, what? look. <laughs> <laughs> we can go ahead and say it now because it already happened. I was, I was going there. I was like, you went and paid all that I didn't that know. Money. I really didn't know. And I know it sounds crazy, but I really didn't know the difference. I thought, oh, school's expensive, right? So I know a lot of people are <laughs> probably watching this and listening to this saying, well, $45,000 is not a lot of money in debt for, you know what I'm saying, for a private school. But mm -hmm. you, you had scholarships. You had your father's GI Bill. So How much was the whole school for, like, for the whole year? At that time, because it's went up since then, it's over six figures. It was at least like one... 120, 125 when I was going there. So 125 a year to get a basic degree? <laughs> I went to a good school within the the college I went I to within school is good, but, but I know. It's a lot of money. But how am I supposed to know the difference when all your parents say, go to school, get a good job, go to school? So it's either the military, because that's what my dad did, or it goes to college. I was not going to the military. That was out of the question. Uh -huh. So I went to college. That's all I knew. 
And I didn't know the ramifications of all this debt and how it affects your finances until I got older. I was like, so, wait a minute. So you graduated <laughs> with about $45,000 of student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly not bad. Compared to other people. Compared correct. to other people, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, especially going in, going into a private school, leaving with $45,000. That means that you was definitely a smart woman, educated, and you had a lot of scholarships and grants and assistance. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm not like, Ugh! but I am like, man, how much could you have graduated with no debt? at all if you would have went to a community college or a, po- or a public school in state to get that same degree? I've thought zero dollars because I could have went to school in Texas where my parents lived, but I was trying to get away from Texas. I wanted to go to Florida. That was my, I'm going to Florida. I'm going to turn up, have a good time. You know, in the snappy era and everything was so yeah. great in Atlanta. I said, yeah, I'm just trying to go there because the man seems like a good time, good education, small schools. So I feel like I was winning. I'd Like I said, I didn't know. Wow. No one in my family close to me because I moved all the time. No one ever said, hey, you probably should look at a private school or a public school because you'd be able to do this. So your school teachers, your counselors, no one said, ah, oh, you don't need to do that. I tried to graduate high school early because I came from overseas. My freshman year, I moved from Japan. So I was way ahead of everyone else by like two years in my classes. I literally, my senior year, I took two classes. The rest were study hall and leaving school early and come to school late. Are you serious? Yep. And they wouldn't let me graduate early because they're like, oh, well, then you can't walk with your class in June. I'm like, so because I did everything I was supposed to do and you guys don't have any classes for me, I literally have to sit here and take study hall all day, all year, mm-hmm. and come to school late and leave early, do other things. That was senior year for me. So, yeah, I just didn't know. My counselors didn't say, hey, you should probably start college classes. You yeah. Should... None of them ever said that. They're like, oh, you'll be fine. Just hang out. Go down to the school, the elementary, be a TA for a teacher's assistant for the elementary kids and stuff like that, and you'll be fine. I didn't know. Okay. There was just no guidance. All right. <laughs> so you graduated high school. Yes. Went to a private school in Florida. Mm-hmm. Racked up about $45,000 in student loan debt after yeah. getting your private degree in a basic... I could have went anywhere. Yep. Basic degree. I know that now. Mm-hmm. Spent about two, three, about three hundred thousand dollars to get a degree for a basic degree. Lord Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh man. Oh, we can live on that all day long. I I'm know. Just like, so you 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 paid off forty five thousand dollars in. Um, you have $45,000 actually in student loan debt, but you still have like another fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars $16,000. What's that? I'm curious. Credit card stuff? For, oh, no, I don't do credit card debt. It was okay. for my car. So I got a car for about roughly like 18000 a little bit less than Okay. Um, when I was in the military. So I made sure that it was affordable and under $300,000 a month because I wasn't making a lot. You wasn't? And you was in the military? I was in the military. So What branch? In the Air Force. Are you smart, smart? You know, I'm a little something. <laughs> I was smart enough to get a job that was inside. We all getting the same pay. I'm trying to be at the desk going like this. Okay. We working for the same little McDonald's money in here. Oh, Literally. Going in, when I first went in, I was making, what, 12-something a month? 1200 a month? 1200 a month. I know. I... We can all look it up. It's online, right? This is basic pay when you're first going in. $1,200. Month working for the... Air Force. Mm-hmm. When you first go in, you all make basic pay. So it's very minimum. With a degree? With a, that part. So I tried to go in as an officer, but they tried to have me do a little too much. And they was like, oh, we're going to put you in a certain spot for this job. And I said, no, because you can have me doing anything. And now I'm stuck here for four years what? in a job I don't like. Yep. So I decided to go enlist it because I was able to get my TA benefits. When you're an officer, you don't get to do that. They don't give you that extra money because you already make enough, quote unquote, right? Because you already have a degree. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could have went to the Army, okay. but I wasn't trying to do that either. Okay. Way the Ar- 
no offense to Army and any other branch, right. but that's working too hard and not smarter. We're all getting the same pay. All, all of it. All of it. My dad did 30, 30 something years in the mm -hmm. Army. Yeah, see, he he would know. Yeah, I have some stories of. Oh, he got a lot of too story. hard. Yeah, yeah. My it's, dad tried to get me to go into the army. I said, "Dad, you smoking weed?" <laughs> <laughs> that ain't for me. I thought the same thing. No. You know, I'm 18, rolling out military college. I'll take college over the military any day because I've yeah. seen you do it. I don't want to do that. I don't see that for myself. But it wasn't until like got real of graduating and oh, what am I gonna do? I've been living out of state. You know, I don't have internships where that's what jobs want you to have. I didn't know what to do, so I did the best thing I knew was going to the military. It's a set job. It got good set benefits, and I know how much I'm making, so I have time to figure it out. Isn't that so funny, though? You pay all that money for a degree, mm -hmm. and you still don't know what you're going to do next with the degree. Because you need all this experience. Who's getting experience when I'm trying to go to school to, get the, to understand the job? Like, I had a car when I was in school my second two years. My dad leased out a car. So this is where I really started to learn finances. It all started with my dad. Okay. So the first thing he did when I went to college was put me on his credit card as an authorized user. Right. That was fantastic. Never use it because I don't like to use other people's money. I don't like that. Okay. He used to pay me $50 out of his check for the first two years because he was like, everything's paid for. Your food, you got clothes, you're going to school for education, you don't need anything extra. So boom, $50 every two weeks, that was my paycheck. Then he leased me out of car my junior and senior year for three years, so I had a year after I graduated as well mm. and gave me $100. This is your paycheck, budget it out. Mm. So that's why I started getting better with money. I don't like owing people money, mm. and I'm not trying to run up my $50, $100 I have because I got to make it to the club. Yeah, yeah. I got to have fun, I got to buy these drinks and whatever else. So that's when I learned how to start budgeting. Okay. Right. So it started there, and then once I graduated, I was like, wait a minute, I need my own credit card. Mm. Oh, I don't have a credit card. Mm. So that's when I got my first credit card. Gotcha. And then from there, a year later is when I bought my first car because my car was leased by my dad, right? So he gave me a year of a grace period to figure it out. Gotcha. So me going to the military was a way of, I don't know what to do, but I know I'm not moving back home. Right. Because that's moving backwards in life. Right. So I guess my pride kind of took over, went to the military, did what I knew best, and it was easy for me. Mm -hmm. I lived that life as a child. I watched my dad do it. He explained pretty much everything I kind of didn't know from his standpoint. But other than that, it was easy. Mm. I went back to school, got another degree. Something I wanted to do had more um, guidance and figure out, okay, I like HR. That's what I want to do. I like working with people. I like helping people. So that's when I moved into that course of action. I love it. So let's talk about it. What were, because a lot of people right now come to me to really learn how to get out of debt. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes we have the crazy stories of how they paid off a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars with the debt. Uh, you at um, right around the age of what, 25, 24 years old, had about 50 something thousand dollars, nearly 60 thousand dollars in debt. What were some of the financial principles you put into place while you were guests in the Army, I mean, the Army, the Air Force uh, that you put into place to help you get out of debt? Man, based I didn't buy anything I really didn't need. I mean, when I was younger, I used to go out and buy clothes and shoes because during the week, okay. I mean, I'm wearing a uniform. So I was like, well, I can go shop. I could spend a few dollars. No big deal. It's not a regular thing. But then I started thinking, oh, man, I got to start this master's. But I also had to pay a couple hundred out of pocket to do that. Wow. Because TA only caps up to a certain point every year. Okay. So, yes, my degree was pretty much free, but I still had to pay like two, three hundred, sometimes five hundred dollars out of pocket every six weeks for and the you class. you that? Oh, yeah. I paid for that. I said, you know what? This degree is going to be important. I know whatever I'm doing right now with this, when I finally walk back out to the workforce, I'm going to have a job. I got three degrees. Oh, 
and I got a CCAF, so it's an associate's through my job through the Air Force. So that's something they do too, they give out. Associates. Because um, you go to school basically to yeah. get your job. So you actually get accredited for that. So I have three degrees. So I was like, by the time I'm done this four years, there's no way I can't get a job in the field that I want to get it in and be successful. Wow. So, so you didn't purchase <laughs> things that you needed. Didn't purchase anything extra. I'm always yeah, couponing. Yeah, 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 there you go. Didn't purchase yes. anything you um, did not need. You just don't need. Yeah. So I'll ask myself, is this a want or is this a need? Okay. Like, okay. where am I wearing this outfit? Where am I wearing these shoes? Because if not, there's no point in doing that. If yeah. I'm traveling, if it's cheaper to drive, then I'm going to drive. If it's cheaper to fly, I'm going to fly. So just price pointing everything. Because literally, I'm making McDonald's money now. I moved up a little bit. I got a little couple more hundred right. a month. But I'm literally still only making 13, 14. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> Like, literally, what am I going to do with this on top of my student loan payment, my car payment, my everyday expenses, and I'm in school for two years? So I, I, I want to talk there because how did you live off of $1,300 a month? Barely. I mean, so what, the military giving you, a, I mean, were they giving you an allowance for your rent or were you staying on the barracks? Like, how does that work? So that's what it is. Your first two to three years, if you're single, you stay in the barracks, right? So that's completely free. Your food is completely free. They give you a stipend for it, but it already comes out of your check. Right, so it's like here's your stipend up, oh, but we gotta take it. So that's how you're able to go in there and eat for free. Okay. So your BAH is your food stipend. That's about at the time two, three hundred dollars, and then okay. your housing stipend just varies on your rank. Okay. Right. So it wasn't too much. It wasn't like I was making a million dollars. So 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 let's talk about that though, because it sounds like that sounds like the average person in America. Because let's mm -hmm. say if you were making thirty five hundred dollars a month and you had a fifteen hundred dollar car I mean fifteen hundred dollar rent or or mortgage, whatever that is. So now you're down to two thousand. And then let's say if you're taking out in your case you had a car note, uh, food, utilities, all the type of stuff, you're down to about thirteen, twelve hundred dollars. So it sounds like what the military was doing for you was, hey, we're gonna we're gonna cover all of your your living mm -hmm. and then you get a check to spend for, for $100. Yeah, for whatever you need to spend it on. And that was for you. You went out and got a car note for 300 mm -hmm. So you're down to 900 a month. Mm -hmm. Good God. And then uh, I'm pretty sure you still ate Cause I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, you just don't eat. Day. Yeah, cause you know it's dining facility hours, so it's only open. I mean, it's open twenty four seven, but it's like you're eating the same food. The food's not like this great luxury. No, I wait, really wait, they eat. cook the same food. You eat the same food weekly. You know how I many different ways they can make chicken. <laughs> Listen, I was deployed at the time. I was like, y'all, can I make something different? There's literally a rotation. It's a 12 to 14 day rotation. When I was deployed, they put it up to 21 days. I said, this is crazy, but you're literally eating the same food. They just make the same vegetables in a different way. They bake that chicken, fry that chicken, whatever they grill the chicken. They're going to do whatever they chop it up. It's different. So let me but ask it's you the same. Like, what was the motivation? So, like, you, 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 you're in the military, you're working. You're not making a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. What was the motivation to take your finances seriously and to get out of debt? Like I said, I don't like being in debt. I don't like owing people money. So my thing was, the quicker I get out of it, the longer I don't have to look at it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know in the long term that this actually affects my credit. I didn't realize that me having these opens was a great idea, yeah. right? Because the more accounts you have open, the more it affects your credit, the more on-time payments, longer in length, the higher your score is going to be, the stronger your profile. I didn't know any of this. Mm -hmm. I'm just paying it off because all I know is I don't like being in debt. I didn't know that by me doing this consistently and doing it on time and sometimes even more was going to get me to the place I am now. Mm -hmm. I kind of stumble upon this when people start asking me, dang, Shay, how'd you do this? Did you just get married? How you buy a house? How did you do this? How come you're always traveling somewhere? Mm. 
But you ain't got no job. Mm-hmm. Like, when I graduated college, I did not have a job from May until October. I was working at a fast, or fast food, at BJ's restaurant for, okay. like, a couple months. Yeah. I'm barely working. But other than that, I never worked through college, but I always found my way somewhere with some kind of money. Are you serious? Yeah, all the time. And so paid it's just, off this debt. And paid off this debt. Well, I, I was I was um, on your Instagram and I see that you're very, very, I mean, very, very big on numbers. And like when I say like numbers, yes. you're like, you're, you're like basic numbers. Like you're not talking about like mathematics and multiplication. You're like the basic, basic, basic numbers. Why are you so, you know, really focused on helping people understand the basic numbers when it comes to finances? Because that's what really matters, right? Anyone can make a million dollars. They can make a million. That doesn't mean they're netting a million, mm-hmm. right? The more money you make, usually the higher your expenses are. Yeah. So it's not about how much you make. It's how you're expending it, yeah. right? Yeah. How are you saving yourself money? How are you allocating it to move it around so it makes sense for you? Because everyone's vision and goal looks completely different. Everyone needs to spend different money or they need to make money a different way. Yeah. You don't have to make a lot of money to have a lot of money. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Like, I've never made more than 45000 a year. I think in the military, I didn't make more than thirty-two to thirty-five at most. And I did five years, right? So for me, it's like, I never made a lot of money. I've never made six figures. But here I am at 29, bought my house, and now I'm 32, right? Just turned 32. And I have a six-figure net worth, and I did that in two years for my house alone. So you have a six-figure so, net worth, and you've never made six figures a year? Never. Never, like, just to hear, I don't even know how much you have to make a month to make six figures. I never even calculated it because to me, it's it's not about how much I make. It's people making six figures right now who are in debt. Mm. A bunch of debt. So for me, it's like, do I want to be the person with six figures, look good, be in a whole bunch of debt, or I'd rather be me and not in debt, have my six figures, and I'd basically do whatever I want every day. Like, mm. I don't make a lot of money right now because that's not my primary focus. It's let me see what I have right now and what I'm going to do next to get to where I want to go. Because I literally just got in the space of quitting my job and being like, you know what? I got the funds, but now it's not about having the funds. It's what's going to make the most sense. I don't want to work too hard. Right. Right. I thought about real estate housing, but then I think about all these tenants. That sounds like a headache. So for me, I'm very calculated with numbers. I'm thinking what's the least amount of work that's going to give me the most amount of joy, but it's also very flexible. Because I didn't quit my job to to work harder, mm. right? You see a lot of entrepreneurs, oh, I'm working so much harder. I can't believe I did this. Mm. I'm not trying to work that hard. Yeah, I need to work at something that makes sense to my brain and makes number-wise make sense because this is why a lot of people who have money who don't understand numbers can get a financial advisor or someone to tell them about their money, but if they can't break it down like you're a two-year-old or three-year-old, real basic, you're never going to get it and that's how you get stolen from. So within my business, I actually help people first start off understanding their numbers, so helping people with their budgets. And then from there, I help people with their credit and how the numbers within their credit make sense to them. So depending on their goals and dreams, um, I basically just try to put it onto perspective and actually build spreadsheets out for people so they can actually physically see between what their goals are and what they actually want to do. This is how it's going to affect them number-wise in the future so they can make the best investment possible. So what do you tell the people who say like, yo, uh, you need to make more than six figures to live, to enjoy life, to, you know, just have a blast? No, I have a blast and I don't make six figures. I never have. (laughs) But if you really, I think the biggest thing is what people need to do is write down, what do you absolutely need to live? What absolutely makes you happy? To live, right? That's step one. What What do you need to live? And then what are the things that make you happy? Mm. 
Because it's like going into Target, right? You go into Target and boom, what do they have? The little red section over here with the dots and everything. You want to start buying a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. But all those little $1, $2 things start to add up over time. It's like going to fast food place. That starts to add up when you don't actually need that. Mm -hmm. You go to the grocery store and buy all those ingredients and make that 10 times. Mm -hmm. So you're wasting simple money over things you feel like you need or being on social media and seeing all these things that, again, you feel like you need. You don't need all these things. No, you talking my language, man. People <laughs> are getting upset with me when I say, like, yo, if the average person is making $45,000 in America and then people saying, I can't live off of $45,000, and I'm like, no, you can live. The yep. problem is we have exposed ourselves to to a certain kind of lifestyle, mm -hmm. and now we automatically associate in our brains, I have to have that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I have to have this size house. I have to have this car. I got to have this. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like, exactly. and, and when I'm, you're the very first person, the very first person who ever come on my show and say, yo, I have a six figure net worth and I've never made over six figures. Never. And I know a lot of people who made over six figures and don't have a six figure net worth. And that's what I be trying to figure out. If I made that much money, cause I will one day, I just know I'm gonna do better with my money because I understand the basics of money. That's all it is. And right. So I've. Just quit being an elementary school teacher. I did it for two years. I taught third and fourth grade math. Okay. If you don't understand third and fourth grade math, because that's when they start doing multiplication, yeah. where division, fractions, percentages, all the same thing. So if you can't understand percentages and fractions and those basic adding, subtracting, then your budget probably isn't that good. And people hate when I say it, but you're telling me either A, you don't care about your finances, or B, you just don't understand them. Mm. So this is adding, subtracting. Mm. These are two basic things. Fractions, percentages, yeah. two basic things. Yeah. The same thing, just look different. Just, so that means you missed elementary school math. This is why you can't help your kids with their assignments because I'm not even gonna lie, the methods of how we're teaching has changed. So of course you won't get that. But basic stuff at elementary, there's no reason why you can't help your child. Ooh. Because that means your budget probably isn't good because you can't add or subtract how much you make versus how much you spend it. Wow. That's why people should get off social media. Yo, real quick, you guys, are you looking to change your career here in the year of 2023? If so, look no further than Bethel School of Technology, the only Christian online tech bootcamp in the world. According to a recent report, black people make up just about 4% of the U.S. technology workforce. But you see, at Bethel Tech, who I partner with for this year, they believe that all people, including us black people, should have access to the lucrative and fulfilling opportunities in the tech industry. Now, with their nine month program, you'll gain the essential skills you need to start a successful career in technology. And let's not forget the earning potential. You see, according to Indeed, the average salary of a software developer in the U.S. is around $103,000. Say what? You know, you can choose from programs like the cybersecurity and UI UX design and launch your tech career or even a tech business ignited with passion and purpose. So listen, we're going to skip the debt and we're going to invest into yourself for just nine months that can change the next nine years of your life. All you got to do is join Bethel Tech today to achieve your career aspirations. Visit anthonyoneal.com slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes today so you can register and start a new journey of your life. Now, you know what? Let's get back to the show because this is a good one today. Let's keep it above. Are you, but you're on social media, but you're on social media and it's more so about your brand and helping people budget. And That's it. Because so. when social media, when you get on social media, just imagine the people you follow and seeing the lifestyles they live. Yeah. But just because you see that doesn't make it real. How many reality stars or just celebrities in general hit how had COVID hit? Yeah. And now they all here looking crazy. Yeah. 
You still in the club trying to do appearances. You on live trying to make money, but I thought you're rich. What rich person who's really rich exposes themselves that much? Let's just be real. How many wealthy people you know? Super wealthy, not just like millions, but like above that, multi-millions, billion. Who are that open to the whole world? None. Mm. They're not worried about having a flashy car looking nice and showing you they have money. No, they just have money and they kids, kids got money and them got money. Everyone mm. got money. It's like, wait a minute. Mm. We did something wrong. Mm. We're doing something wrong because we're looking like we have it, but we actually don't have it. Ooh. So I got to a place where I don't want to look like I have it. I don't care if you think I do or don't have it. I know that I don't get up every day to go to a job that I don't like. <laughs> so what's your flex? I don't get up to go to work. What do you do? <laughs> and I'm not worried about my bills being paid or any. I don't. Why y'all laughing? I'm serious. <laughs> but people get mad when you say stuff like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you look like you have it, but you're working hard. But the life I live, I really, you don't need a lot of stuff. I'm happy. I wake up every day like, what do I want to do today? Self, I'm not trying to do anything. If I just want to post on Instagram all day, I'll do that. If I just want to lay in bed, I'm going to do that. If I want to get up and go on a trip for the last month that I've been doing, I will do that. Because I did things I didn't even know I was doing. I didn't know I was getting to my place of financial freedom. I was just doing what I knew I was supposed to do in life to be successful for myself, right? Instead of waiting on someone else, like my parents or a spouse, I had to do it for myself. I just didn't know it was going to get me here. But now that I'm here, I can now surround myself with new people who are already here, who surpassed me, who can tell me, girl, this is what you do next. And if I understand basic numbers, you can give me a play and I can be like, okay, it sounds good, but does that make sense number-wise? Mm. Because now you have to look at different type of investments. Short, long-term, is this a high risk, low risk? Like, what are we looking at? What are we trying to accomplish? Mm. Are we trying to accomplish a short flip right here? Or are we trying to comp accomplish generational wealth? Because that's what I want to do. So, so I, how, do you, how are you going to do that, though, if you're not making over six figures? And that's what people are saying. Well, girl, I hear you. But you're talking about generational wealth. You can't do that making dollars a year. There's no rush. So for me, I'm in a place right now where there's a few different things I'm looking at doing. Mm -hmm. But I also have to look at what's going to make the most sense in the long term. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yes, I do need my short terms to get me to where I need to go from goal to goal. Mm -hmm. But I also need to look at the bigger picture because there's no sense in doing this, this, this. And it goes in a million different directions. Mm -hmm. It's like when I bought my house, right? So I bought my house, and I could have bought two-story house, four or five bedrooms, whatever, right? Bought a house for 300000 Break it down. I, I literally bought it four, mile, or four minutes from the airport, mm -hmm. which is five, ten minutes from the strip. Literally, the stadium, everything is right there. You're in Las Vegas. The outlets. She's talking about the strip. She ain't talking about the oh, strip yes. club. Oh, yes. <laughs> Las Vegas. About the strip from Las Vegas. All right, all right. So awesome. I'm literally off the boulevard. Literally, you can leave my house, make a right. You're going to hit the boulevard a couple miles. Okay. So you're already south of the boulevard. The airport's right there. The strip's right there. I'm in a good school district because I'm on the borderline of Vegas and Henderson. Yeah. So if I did a short term, that could rent out Airbnb just fine. If I did a long term, there's good schools in the area, so that's fine. There's a liquor store across the street, a gas station right across. You can walk to, literally, because I'm on the corner. Two blocks <laughs> in. No HOA. There's a Walmart down the street. There's an Albertsons. Like, everything you need is literally within a mile or two. Sam's Club. So I'm thinking about all this. Short, long term, if I move here, stay here, how can I make money off this with the least amount of stress? So it's a strategy for you. It's oh, yeah. a strategy in the numbers. Oh, of course. Or you make a decision. You look at what's the numbers. Mm -hmm. And then if the numbers make sense, you're like, all right, cool. What's the strategy? Exactly. I'm going to put it into place to where if you decide to sell, not sell, let's say if you get married one day and mm -hmm. you decide to move. All right, cool. All right, babe. We're going to put this on short term or we're going to do it on long term mm -hmm. because of X, Y, Z. I thought about that. 
down the road, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one reason why I bought, you know, a house in Fort Washington because it at well last year it was the wealthiest black community in uh, the United States of America. But I didn't do the research like you. While I'm in the wealthiest black community, I'm in the worst school district. Mm. You know, it's it's the lowest one. Yeah. And I was like, dang. So that affects things. That like affects the things, mm-hmm. but black families are still moving here, which is so good. It will be great. But I should have found something that's good for the black families and their kids. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, wait. I thought about all that. Oh. <laughs> like, because I'm just thinking, people always say Airbnb, that's great for right now. But what happens if the terms change? They're like, oh, you can't, you can't rent out of people's houses or right. you can only have so many houses. Like, well, And the terms are changing. Like, Airbnb oh, is yeah. are making a lot of changes right mm-hmm. now. Atlanta just got hit. Nashville, yeah. when I was there, got hit. I had literally bought a townhome. A three-story rooftop balcony oh. townhome. Beautiful. I'm talking about you get to the top of that thing, boy. You see the <laughs> lights. I was like, boy, I'm going to make love to my wife up here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I'm ready. And I was like, when I rent it out, boy, I know some things going to be going. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a good investment. I know this is a good investment. As mm-hmm. soon as I bought it, the very next week, they changed the code. And I was like, wait so now my whole, my whole strategy changed. And I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I was like, because... And the strategy changed to where, because it was an attached duplex, you got to own both of them. Oh. So you got to live in one, and uh, you can short-term the other one out. And I was like, wait, what? If I would have known that, I wouldn't have bought that townhome because it was an gentrified area. So literally, my home is right here, five feet across the street, dope boy house. Oh, yeah. So that's right next door to them is grandmama who's been there for 60 years in the house. Like it's about to fall in (laughs) right around the corner is uh, prostitution homes. But then right on this other street, all brand new homes that white people were buying. So I was like, yo, and my realtor, uh, uh, man, I love him, man. Brian, he was like, Anthony, it's a great investment. And it literally was. I literally bought that home. uh, I want to say January. Transitioned into full-time business. I sold it in October, made $125,000 in literally eight months. So it was a great investment, right? Uh, But I was just like, dang, I wish I still had it Mm -hmm. because, and I wish the coding was there. But it's like when I hear you, and I want to thank you, man, for just keeping it in the butt because I think a lot of people complain that, you know, you cannot build wealth. Oh, you can. Having less. When, you know, my friends over at Ramsey Solutions, they did a study a few years ago. I was on the team at that time. And they and, and I can say we because I was a part of the team at that time. We found out that, man, a lot of your millionaires are making fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000, you know, a year. But what are they doing? You. They're being smart with the math, with the numbers, and then putting down a strategy. Okay, I'm going to invest. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to buy that. I'm going to live like this. And boom, when they retire, they're making a million dollars. Exactly. And I'm like, what in the world? Now, let's be real. You couldn't make $45,000 living in New York. Oh. Mm-mm. You couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> and I think the left. problem that I get with this is what I get. This is, what I, this is the problem that I have in our space, right? It's the problem I have, right? But man, I can't live in New York. You're right. Don't go to New York. So why, exactly. Don't live there. It's easy. <laughs> you know what I'm it's saying? It's like people like, living in California. Okay, cool, great. Don't go to New York. Like, like you moved where a place where you can live and enjoy your life mm-hmm. with your income. That's the key. Right you know there. I'm and I'm like, like, well, I, I can't live in California. I can, I can barely live. You're right. Don't go to California. 
You know, I, I tell people this. I'm not moving back to California because it's not in my budget to live in California. Wow. Even at my level of income, I still don't want to live in California. Financially, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Like, you're literally paying for a destination. Yes. It's like paying for a brand. <sighs> That's it. It's the same concept, but people. I just don't make enough. I don't want to. People don't want to move outside their comfort zone. No. So when I was in the military, I lived in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Okay, I know right there. I'm mad that you know where that is. Because I, I mean, my dad was stationed in Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Oh, that's why you know. Okay, so that's yeah, so I people know about like, Goldsboro. I used that? to sell uh, cars at Deacon Jones and Goldsboro. Stop playing, Are you serious? I probably sold He's you a car. Out. I probably sold you your car. You bought your car from Deacon Jones. Dicky Jones <laughs> Nissan, Dicky Jones Honda, which one? Nissan. Nissan? What year you buy your car? Stop playing. 2015. No. Yes, I'm so. Scared. I was working there in 2015. Stop it. Yes. Oh my gosh. So you know. I already know, man. I probably knocked your head off in that car too. <laughs> no, I did good. I got a 1.9 interest rate. Stop no, playing. man, man. I'm saying you you paid 18 for it. Yep, a little how bit much, less than how 18. Much, how much, how, what kind of car is it? It's a Nissan Sentra. Yeah. Nah, girl, we only paid about 11. <laughs> yeah. I got a good price in my car. It was brand new and everything. Uh, we already paid $11,000 for the well, car. Well, I can't control what y'all doing. Uh, I know I got for the best price. The way that sticker price is set up, it said 22 23 I said 23 what? That's a market. Yeah, I tried it. <laughs> I mean, I already know. So I said, this is how much I'm going to pay you for. I got Yo, the check right here. So it is crazy. So you know, it's super cheap there. No, I'm telling you, Goldsboro, I get it. I mean, I literally sold for Deacon Jones yep. Nissan in Goldsboro, North Carolina. And how many people you know who want to live there? I mean, nobody. Exactly. But the flip side of it, the good side, right, of the living there. Cost of living. Exactly. I was in a duplex, right, on the corner. Nice. Was it Windsor Creek? The little yeah, neighborhood? I, I lived there for $750. Shannon, I noticed. It's a small world. I'm telling you. See, so you know. So depending on where you live, because how much I was making, where I lived, I think that's why I was able to do some of the stuff that I was doing. Because if I was living in a bigger city, the military's not paying me more. They're paying more for cost of living right, right. if I was living off base. So that goes up, what, maybe $50, $60, yep. right? But then it also depends on your rank. Yeah. So all these factors come into play, mm -hmm. right? So if I was living in a bigger city, I wouldn't have been saving how I was. If I was in D.C. in the military... No, no, no. What house? No, no, no. What, what, you know, what? I, was just, I was just telling my team, I was right man, I'm in a DMV area, and I think a part of me is thinking about moving, transitioning the myself and the company to Charlotte, North Carolina. But I would city. live in Columbia, mm -hmm. South Carolina, which is only 45 minutes away It's from super Charlotte. close. Mm -hmm. And my parents just literally bought a home, and it goes back to the strategy. My dad went to South Carolina because he's a retired vet, he doesn't. He didn't have to pay state taxes. Yep. On his uh, on the house, mm -hmm. on a car. Yep. So so me and him was sitting down doing the math. He's like, all right, do I retire and live in Fayetteville, North Carolina, mm -hmm. or do I, you know, retire and transition to Columbia? And when we did the math, my dad is saving almost two thousand dollars a month just by moving to Columbia. And I was like, well, dang. So when mm -hmm. I started doing research around it, I could literally take my home in DMV, pick it up place it in Columbia, South Carolina, it will be nearly 40% off for the same square footage in the style of this home. And I'm like... Location. Wow. But then I'm close to Charlotte. I can get there every day if yeah. I want. Because if you live in Atlanta, if you live in D.C., if you live in oh, New York, it's going to take you an hour just to get, you know what I'm saying, 20 miles down the street. And that's unfavorable. And that, Definitely. So I'm like, well, so if I'm used to driving, you know what I'm saying, 30, 45 minutes... Why not 
through the strategy play like you, See live in I'm Columbia, saying? drive to Charlotte to work, come back home. Columbia is not a rural or a small city, mm-hmm. but it's not a Charlotte, Atlanta, D.C. I can get the bang for my buck. We live. It's in a, it's a good, a good uh, area to raise your family. Mm-hmm. I can get to Atlanta in two and a half, three hours. And so I, I think really, man, I just want to say thank you to... You're the, really the first person to come on and just say, you know what? I ain't got no shame in the game. For what? Look, like, what, like, what I'm going to lie for? <laughs> you go on my Look, one thing about me, I'm so transparent. Like, I literally started my business two years ago. So it's not like I've been here 20 years, 12 years. Like, no, I literally just did this two years ago. I bought my house at 29. I'm 32. So you're teaching like, people pretty much on your business is pretty much, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and get your life straight. Yes. Uh, because... While I don't do debt and I don't really care for the credit score, you need to make sure that your credit is still good if you're going to purchase a home. Oh, yeah. So you're teaching, you're helping people really get to understand the basis of budgeting, Mm -hmm. making sure that their credit is clean so they can get into a home, and then also make sure they understand the basics of just numbers. Exactly, right? Between their credit numbers, their budget numbers, because all that goes together. Because people always say, oh, you can, I hate when I hear this, and I've said it many times, probably an unpopular opinion. You cannot start a business with bad personal credit. I just don't see, let's think about logically, right? Mm-hmm. Take your feelings all out of it. Mm-hmm. How can you say I'm going to start a profitable business when I can't even understand my personal finances? And that's a lot more basic than a business. Come on. Because that rolls into people going to school for degrees, understanding accounting, expenses. Like, there's Come all on. these different things you need. And paying taxes, even your credit and how you pay it and how you work it strategy-wise is completely different. So there's no way you can not be good over here. Yeah. That's like saying I failed high school, but I'm going to go to college one day. <laughs> If you barely made it through high school, how are you going to make it through college when that's a step up? Having a business is a step up. Man, you listen. I- and it's okay. Like, we all have to start somewhere. But don't be out here acting like you know what you're doing. That's why people be having bad businesses or people, like, it just goes to shambles. Like, yeah. what happened to your business? Oh, you know, I just know. You probably didn't understand your finances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't make sense to start a business and have poor personal credit. Now you're adding these business trade lines. You're paying out more money for the credit not to be yours. And you got to backtrack and then start building your own credit. And then, again, that's taken away from money. Facts. You're making all this money. Facts. Right? That's what. But you're not netting anything. Listen, listen. What are you netting? That's what I want to see. Forget what you're profiting and what are you netting every month? What are you netting a year versus the hours you're working? I don't think people understand. I don't think people understand what you just said, right? It's, you know, with, with me being in business for myself, a lot of people see the income coming in. I ain't going to tell it to my team. I was like, yo, okay, you, you saw all that money come in. Mm-hmm. But you, do you understand taxes? You know, do you, you know what I'm saying? That it's not, people have to understand. I don't ask people anymore. When I'm with business people, I ask them, what's your profit? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't show me what you made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What is your profit? And then two, how are you on your personal level? You know, and one of the key things that I've always told people is because I hear that all the time, too. Like, hey, man, who cares if your personal stuff is, is horrible? What? Just 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 get the business up and running and then stop putting stuff in the personal name and put everything in the business name. So that way, if you drop the ball on that, they'll come after the business and will come after you personally. I'm like, what kind <laughs> of unhealthy, toxic stuff is that? And people do it. So now they're doing this. Exactly. Cool. I don't have... That's working harder. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And that's when you have to pay out more money in the long run because you don't know where your money's going. Oh, and to me, I don't... That gives me anxiety. It's too much stress. Yeah. So I'm rushing for what? Who am I racing against? Yeah. 
Literally, like when I really, th who am I actually racing against? Myself, Man. because myself and my goals do not look like anybody else's. Yeah. So I'm sitting here trying to keep up with the Joneses, and I don't know what the Joneses got going on behind closed doors. Cause I ain't that nosy, nor do I want to care. Yeah. And it's like other people care so much, but you don't even have all the facts. Wow. So you're trying to keep up, and now you're behind because you don't know what they're doing, whether it's legal, whether it's not, whether it's something you're willing to sacrifice yourself for to do, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like, no offense to the women who do OnlyFans, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't do anything like that. Why is that? Yeah, you probably make really good money, and it's here right now, and it's great, but longevity. Mm -hmm. You can't do that forever. Mm. So if you don't know how to flip that money to make it still mm. make yourself more money, you did that for what? And now you put yourself back. Mm. Not even a financial space. Mentally, probably emotionally, like your values. Who knows what you were doing? Mm. Or who knows if you're really okay with it? But if yeah. you put yourself in a certain box, you kind of just made yourself stuck in that box yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because imagine you did that and now, oh, well, I want to be this person. And I'm doing this and that. Some people might not want to work with you because of what you did previously, even though it had nothing to do with them. Yeah. Right? people still have feelings. Yeah, yeah. And still like, mm, I ain't trying to be associated with somebody who's been OnlyFans and I see her things everywhere. Yeah. Not to nah. say they're a bad person, not to say whether nah, real. right or wrong, but it's like that decision right there to make that type of money affected the decision in the future to make different type Absolutely. of money. Absolutely. So nah, you got to think about these things. You got to think you, about yourself. You're speaking good. Uh, I had a young <laughs> lady reach out to me. Um, she doesn't do OnlyFans anymore. She reached mm -hmm. out and... Um, it is in confidence. I won't say her name, but I did ask her if I could share like her story. Eventually, she's like, "Yeah, I just don't say my name." Da da da. da. Mm -hmm. And she was like, "Hey, listen, this is not who I want to be." Mm -hmm. She was like, "But I have made a lot of money here." And she was like, "And I follow you on on Instagram, and and I love your show." And she was like, "I need to get out. What do I do with the money that I have mm -hmm. to make sure that when I get out?" I'm not even tempted to get back in because it's quick money over here. Oh, yeah, I bet. So she was like, what can I do to use this money better? And it was so funny is like there's this, um, there's this, I can't say the name of the company, but there's this um, uh, chicken wing spot in in uh, Florida. Put it like that. I won't even say the city. Florida. Well, this, this, it was a, the chicken wing spot was started by this dope boy. And he was like, yo, I need to do something legal because I want to get out of the game. Mm -hmm. So he got with a financial advisor and he started saying, hey, listen, I, I want to start doing stuff right. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, I think that the, the key the key of what you're saying is like, man, sit down, come up with the strategy. Mm -hmm. What works and for you? What works for you? And, and I like how you said you are your own competitor. And I have to remind myself that, you know, because in this space, I see other you know, YouTubers, podcasters, uh, speakers, authors doing great things. And then I'll be, yo, I can do that. Or we can do that. We need to be doing this. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't need to do all that. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I'm I'm hiring black people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I am debt free. I'm like you. If I want to wake up one day and cancel all my meetings, I'm going to cancel all my meetings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I if I want to wake up one day and go spend some, spend some time with my dad and just golf, I'm, I'm going to go spend some time and go golf. Because it's like, now it's like what you said, I believe in a philosophy. Me and CJ, we're the older older people on this team, right? We, we're used to working hard. You know, Alex is the, he's the young guy. He believes in working smart. He's a little lazy, but he's smart. smart with his laziness, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I believe there has to be a balance between the two. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, CJ worked 14 hours. Alex will work five hours and talking about he worked hard. And I'm like, but he ain't work hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, CJ worked hard, mm -hmm. but I think we shouldn't be working 14 hours. But we need to be, you know what I'm saying, working more than five. You know, it's me in the middle. Mm -hmm. Work eight, but work smart. But then let's not work every day. 
And that's like for that's me, hard. that's my goal. It's like, what am I doing now to set up the life that I want tomorrow? What am I doing now to where I have freedom to do what I want to do and what I want to do? What I do now, I can do this 10 hours a day mm-hmm. because this is not bondage. I enjoy talking to people like you. Mm-hmm. I enjoy coming in here with my team and we're we're creating life transformational content. You know, this is this is something I do not need a vacation from. Mm-hmm. You know, See? it's because I enjoy it. And that's why I I, I, I really hope, because y'all, we got to end the show, but I really hope that y'all learned something today from this queen here, man. Um, we're going to drop all her information in, in today's show notes. Look up her business, because um, she's going into this full time now. And so I want y'all to, to look her up and just use her services um, so she can help you get to the freedom spot that you really want to get to. Because getting out of debt is not, me- it doesn't mean that you're wealthy. Getting out of debt, it's just the first step to your journey of establishing wealth. And I think the very, the very, um, what I look at for me and the reason why I want um, financial freedom has nothing to do with becoming a millionaire. It has nothing to do with driving a nice cars. It's, man, I just want freedom. And I want freedom to do what I want to do with whomever I want to do. And... And I love it. Like, I want to see my team making six-plus figures. I want to see my team becoming millionaires. I I want to be able to, you know, before my kids graduate high school, they're already millionaires. You know, they're, they're graduating high school, going into college, and they say, hey, well, do I need to go to college? Or should I start a business? Or, like, whatever. They, they, they don't have to feel the, the stress of, I got to do something. It could be like, no, what do you want to do. And that's the goal. And that's what it's all about. We got to work. We got to contribute to society in some form or fashion because spiritually as a Christian man, we were all fearfully and wonderfully made for a reason. And so then I think if you can identify that reason, operate within your assignment, you're going to be all right. Yo, so listen, we're going to drop all of the information in today's show notes. Please go check her out. Support her. Rock with her. Tell her you love the show. Um, go follow her. And I promise you, you'll be a blessing because I just love what she's doing, especially on the budgeting side. And just teach people, hey, here's the basics of budgeting. And she knows how to pay off her debt. You know what I'm saying? So go look her up, y'all. Yo, we love you. God bless you. We'll see you in the next show. Peace out. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.